0: Where are all my lady listeners at? Because I am talking to you. Is your time of month an easy breezy situation? Or are you like me? And for about a week before your period starts, all you want to do is stay in bed and also eat anything and everything. Or maybe you're experiencing the joys of menopause or that sneaky bee perimenopause. Well then ladies, you've got to try Hormone Harmony. Hormone Harmony is made by the Happy Mammoth Company, which I've been a big fan of for a while now. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called aptogens. Now, here's the beauty about aptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it. But it's perfect for those horrible menopausal symptoms that put a woman's life on hold like hot flashes, night sweats, racing thoughts, low moods poor sleep feeling tired all the time occasional bloating and gas no desire to be in bed with someone you know what i mean yes hormone harmony can help with all those things and the biggest benefit is feeling like yourself again That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 17,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code CLINK at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use code CLINK for 15% off today. CLINK CLINK, ladies. sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that medication costs are separate. That's R O dot C O slash clink.
1: Hi, and welcome to housewives of true crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha welcome housewives of true crime that's right today is going to be the first day of school for me and my kiddos oh yeah yeah i mean it's not
0: yet (laughs) we start on a tuesday
1: yeah day before day after i start the day before so you start tomorrow yeah essentially. Mm -hmm. You know, we can't wait. We have a lot of new listeners. And I had heard from a couple that said they didn't know when we stopped chatting. And so it's seven minutes. So if you guys don't like the chit chat, you don't want to really know about our lives, which I totally get fast forward seven minutes and then you get to the. Yeah, we're not that exciting. But some people like us and like to know our lives and actually most people. So I will say That's why we keep talking.
0: Don't like the first seven minutes?
1: Skip it. Skip it.
0: I learned some valuable things this summer.
1: (laughs) What? That you want to go to year-round school instead? (laughs) (laughs) No.
0: I just, you know, you can't do everything. Something's got to give. In the beginning of the summer, I had this plan. I'm going to go to the gym every day. We're going to read every day. We're going to work on our Chromebooks every day. We're going to have dinner at the beach every night,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: no, you I, you can't you can't do it all. But you cannot do it all.
1: Yeah, I do not think we did uh, any of that. We definitely did not read me? and work on any kind of writing skills. So if the teacher listens to my podcast, I'm really sorry. But you know, my kids did have a lot of fun. They fought more than probably they had fun, which drove me flipping bananas all summer but
0: yeah I gave in at some point and was like we can have fun or I can have a clean house and work out what makes me a better parent yeah right so
1: so I did the same I hardly I think I worked out like three or four days the entire summer I played tennis one time yeah um And, oh, my God, let me tell you something that I found out. And this is, you guys, I don't know why women have to have teenage drama. I have drama at tennis. So remember, I told you a while ago, I think I had to go off the court really quickly because I was getting a call from Caden's school, which, mind you, I know a lot of people don't know that I have a child that has some learning differences. And when you get a call from a school, and especially when you get them every week. From that kid's school. Yes. You get anxiety and my stomach starts to hurt just knowing that I have to pick up this call. Because I know what's going to happen on the other end. Right? Right. Right. So I ran off the court and I didn't clink the racket. I guess that's what you're like supposed to do after the end of the game, but and which I normally do, but I didn't even know that was etiquette, but whatever. Okay. So the girls talked major SHIT about me and my partner. And so I got wind of that. And so I texted one of the girls that we played with and I said, Hey, I'm real sorry. This is what happened. I had to run and you know, whatever. Well, got word just and this is months ago that one of the girls was like fully talking bad on a big text string and this you know people in tennis world are real it's real small it's real catty but it's real small so somebody came up to my partner and she was like somebody's talking about you and i had to leave the text string because it was so bad and i know that's not who you are
0: oh my god that is awful
1: I was like, are we teenagers? Is this really happening? (laughs) This is what I'm warning my daughter about, like with a cell phone.
0: Okay, I had something sort of similar happen to me maybe a week ago. I went to the gym and there is this class that everybody wants to take. And, you know, there's always a wait list. And anyways, I got in, but had one of those mornings with my children. I got in late. Uh, People roll into classes late all the time at the gym. You have assigned spots. Well, because I was late, somebody was in my spot. So I just grabbed my little yoga mat and like was going to squeeze in somewhere else. Yeah. So I'm a little flustered because I'm late and I don't usually walk into places late. Yeah, that's that's not not you. That's not me. I'm prepared. But I'm making this effort. Like I told you, can't do everything. I can't win for losing. You know, that's how my summer went. This was like the one day that week I we made it to the gym. So I go, I put my mat down and this lady looks at me and she goes, uh, it's going to be really tight. And she gave me this look like I had stepped in dog shit or something, you know, <laughs> like that kind of look. Like I smelled, I couldn't handle it. I grabbed my yoga mat and just, and did put you it away. Leave? Said... Yeah, I did. I said, fuck it.
1: Oh, I hate that.
0: I know, but I mean, you think you're grown up, and then sometimes you revert. Well, that to was like, like teenage insecurity. I know. If someone comes in late to a class when I'm there, and I see they're like looking for a spot, I try to scoot I sco- over. Yeah, we scoot over. Fucking people Orange are Orange County so entitled bitches. So
1: rude, man.
0: So rude. I know. Anyways, I have a. I wanted to mention that I got some news. Or I maybe you saw the news too. In case this podcast thing doesn't shake out for us, uh, Serena Williams retired. Speaking of tennis, so
1: maybe there's room for you. Oh, on the pro new tour, new career. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm.
0: And then, but you definitely got to learn that etiquette shit.
1: I know. Before, well, yeah. Serena doesn't have a lot of etiquette, so it's it probably doesn't really matter when you're that good.
0: Well, then you got to get more flair. Serena has a lot of flair. Yeah, she does. She does. Okay.
1: All right. I'm working on my Serena
0: skills. And then for me, I think I could become a hairdresser because I cut all of my kids' hair this week. Good job. And I did a good job.
1: Great. Just saying. Congrats. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, let's get to the story since it's seven minutes. Can't wait. (laughs) This week, we are going south, and I mean way south, Gretchy. We are going to Brazil. Ooh. Have you been? Never been. Me neither. Been. And I really do want to.
0: I have been to Argentina and Chile. Oh, okay. Not to brag.
1: So that's very far south, also. Same
0: continent, different countries.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I have a very good friend named Priscilla that is from Brazil, and she loves it there. She loves it better here, but she does like it there. Anyways, we got this case from a listener, and I'm sorry if I totally jack up your name, but I think it's Hitalo. Um, So thanks, Hytalo, for this. And he also told me that there's a documentary on Netflix called Once Upon a Crime, All You Need to Know About Elise Matsunaga. And so I got a lot of my information there as well as newspaper articles and some websites that I could translate into English. So I do recommend also watching the Netflix special because I think it's maybe a, I don't know, four or six part episode. It's good. It's a really good one. So Alisi Matsunago, she was born in Brazil in 1974 to a very poor and somewhat dysfunctional family. Her mother left when she was really young. Her father left her when she was three. So she didn't ever really know her dad. And she was raised by her aunt and her grandmother. Her mother did come back into the picture for a short amount of time when Alisi was about 10 into her like preteen early teen years with a stepdad in tow, which, you know, it's kind of a weird time to be thrown in with like a new, hey, I'm your mom. You haven't seen me for some time. And this is your new dad. Yeah. Well, the new dad was a creep and pretty much a douchebag and eventually sexually assaulted Alizi, which made her run away from home as a teenager.
0: Yeah, that'll
1: do it. This lifestyle of being poor and uneducated really didn't sit right with Elise. She was strong-willed, very pretty, and didn't want to take after her family. So she decided to get an education in nursing and become a nurse. However, nursing wasn't her forte. She didn't like looking after sick people that were dying. (laughs) <laughs> so you know what's funny because our friend nurse alish she was a teacher before a nurse and yeah teaching wasn't her calling but nursing is fully her calling
0: yeah we probably could have said that i mean about her like i don't really like kids Well, I mean, she loves kids, but you know, like not, not not watching them learn.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She actually, she taught middle school, which was probably her. That was probably like, not where to start with children.
0: Oh, no. Nursing is her calling. Yes. She's so into that stuff. I sent her a picture of my kid's something gross. But anyways, <laughs> like you can send her gross stuff. I'm not even going to say it because it's too gross to share. And she's into it. Yeah,
1: she is. I mean, people yeah. that are in that field that love it, they are into it. Yeah. So she did have a patient that died and she was like, I'm over this. So she decided she wanted to become an attorney and live the dream. But to get there, to become an attorney, it's not cheap. So she needed some money. And one way to make money fast is being a high-profile escort. Yeah. Yeah. So we have talked about this before, and we have friends of friends that have done this kind of service. Um, and sometimes they're called what? Baby... What are they called now? Sugar babies. Sugar babies. Right. You get these men that will fund a lavish lifestyle for you, and you service their needs. And that could be sexually. It could be just dinner. could be going to Vegas, parties. Showing them a good time on vacation. I mean, the list goes on. It just depends on like what the dude, you know, you get hooked up with wants.
0: From what I understand, I've done a little investigation into some of these scenarios. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty common. Girls, you know, jump on the plane, go whatever. And they say you don't have to put out. But if you don't, you don't get invited back. You're not back.
1: invited back. You're not getting the Louis Vuittons and the apartment no. and the money for your, your yeah. education. So
0: I don't, when I see these women that say like, I don't do anything and they just give me, I'm like, uh-huh. mm, yeah, that's I just not. own it. No shame, dude. Just own it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Alizzi, she put herself on one of those websites. And like I said, she was very attractive. So she got hit. Alizzi was not the typical brazilian like you're thinking like i would think long dark hair with like an amazing butt wears a thong all the yeah. time you know
0: yeah perfect tan yeah yeah
1: <laughs> she actually is very light skinned and she has light blonde hair and i think it's natural because i'll tell you later it didn't get mousy brown and she's got blue eyes okay so I bet you in like a world of darker skin, dark hair, she kind of really did stand out, you know? She's a unicorn, yeah. And luck would have it for Elise, she got con- contacted by a very successful entrepreneur named Marcos Matsunaga. Marcos was a Japanese guy who was heir to a multi, 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 like hundreds of millions of dollars, family business called Yoki Foods. It was huge in Brazil. So it's like Japanese snacks. And you know they do have good snacks. They have the freaking best snacks. Yeah. We go to the Asian market just Uh to buy all of the snacks from Japan. And And all over. But I mean they're really the candy. And I even sent you some in your birthday gift. So good. So Marcos was smitten with Alizzi right away. I mean, she was a beauty and Marcos was looking for love on the side. He was an unhappy married man with a new baby. Mm -hmm. So Alizzi brought him some excitement and happiness that he wasn't getting at home. And Marcos made a deal with Alizzi right away that if she stopped advertising herself on this website he would afford her the life and school that she wanted and you know what she agreed
0: okay but why they always got to cheat as soon as you have a baby
1: i know dude that's what i thought too i'm like like come on give the give girl her a, a minute brick.
0: give her a year please
1: i mean you got to um heal that shit <laughs> Before you can hit that shit. Oh, my God. (laughs) Right? Also,
0: I'm looking at old pictures of myself. I still had the melasma, like, on my face. I mean, it took me, like, three years to kind of bounce back after having children. Those little fuckers suck the life out of you. I
1: totally forgot about that, that you get all those dark spots on your face. Can you get the laser when you're pregnant? (laughs)
0: I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so.
1: And then you get that dark line on your belly too. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. All of yeah. that stuff. Anyways, it's great. It's wonderful. Having a baby mm-hmm. is beautiful and magical. Yeah. Even though all the <laughs> <laughs> stuff that comes with it. Okay. So, Alizi, she's happy being Marcos's side chick because she's getting, you know, what she wants. He's happy getting, you know the goods from Elise. But as the two spent more and more time together, it was clear that they had a lot in common, and Marcus would eventually divorce his first wife and marry Elise. These two loved hunting, which I can imagine his first wife wasn't really into. Like, what did they hunt? Oh, they freaking hunted everything. Like Like big game? Yeah, they Mm -hmm. were real into it. They would go out together. They would kill the animal. They would take pictures of it together. They had lots of trophy kills. They would get them like taxidermy. Is that what you call it? Yeah. Put them around their house. You know, that kind of stuff. They also would kill the animal and then bur- butcher the animal themselves, which is like next level in my opinion.
0: Dude. Yeah. I mean, that's what that's what hunters be doing. Like you got to gut it. You know, you got to like when they go out and they kill the deer tab, you know, you got to do all that like on
1: site. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, to each it's, their own. Listen. It, to each their own. It's not for me. It's not for me either. I appreciate people that hunt and then eat. Eat it. Yes. And use the whole entire animal. Like I'm down with that. I think it is way more ethical ethical than these California yeah, 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 totally. I do. However, I'm glad that somebody else can do it and not me, because I just, I mean, I, oh yeah, I no, killed this bug the other day, and it was like a little one in my bathroom, and I got like, I was like, oh man, I kind of felt bad, and then I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Just let him live in my bathroom? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, you're not supposed to do that. I guess I could have taken them outside. I don't know. Anyways, so these two, Elise and Marcos, they seem pretty happy until they decided to have a baby. And oh, 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 she should have known. I know, she should have known. However, Elise, she did not get pregnant right away like she expected. So, you know, you know how that is, Gretchy. It's really tough. And it could be really tough on relationships and your psyche because going through fertility is like a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, And so, Elise had a very hard time with it. She never thought it would happen to her. I don't think anybody
0: Nobody does thinks
1: it will. And right around the time that she was just like going to throw in the towel with trying to get pregnant, she finds out that Marcos is having an affair. Up- Fair. Of course, he's back on that damn site, the escort site, and Elise is right pissed. I mean, what a freaking bastard going on there while she's like probably shooting herself up with all those hormones.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so she's done with his ass. She's like, "We're done. I, I want a divorce." You, you know, are an asshole, and. Right when she is serving him divorce papers, she finds out that she's got a bun in the oven. So that changes everything. Baby's on the way and everyone is now happy. Marcos stops having his affair and the two are back to holy matrimony. No,
0: if she was my friend, I would say no. (laughs) I would say it's not going to change. Get used to doing this on your own. Still leave.
1: Yeah, I mean, unless you want to have a relationship where you know that he's just going to have side chicks, you know, which is not my thing. No,
0: it's not my thing. I couldn't live with it, like, knowing that that was happening in the house, you know, like, whatever. No, this guy's got millions. Just set me up in a nice condo all, you know take care of the baby. Fine. You can have visitation. Like, I feel like it would be more peaceful that way than me having to see you sleep around.
1: Oh, for me, 100 percent. I'm not about that. But I do think there are people out there that this type
0: of guy is does not sound like he wants to be a real involved father anyways.
1: True. I agree with you. So, but at least he didn't do that. She has the baby and not more than a year goes by. And Gretchen, you're right. She's feeling that Marcos is taking one too many business trips and his late nights at the office are getting a little sus. So she, you know, she's at home with this baby and she's like wondering what the hell, where is this guy? But Marcos's company, Yoki Foods, is going through a big sale. So she also was like, well, maybe it's the sale. That's what he's saying. You know, we're getting this huge deal, and that's why I'm gone. So Yoki Foods was actually going to be sold to General Mills for, I think, like $650 million. Oh,
0: my gosh.
1: They were rich already, but this puts it into a whole nother level. Richness. Yeah. So... He is the heir of the Yoki Foods. He is the CEO. Marcos is the CEO. And his grandfather is actually the one that started this business. The two were going to be uber rich when this sale happened. By the way, they were super uber rich anyways. They had this like crazy wine collection that was worth multi-million dollars. Marcos and Elise. They were like winos also. And I think those hunting trips, those aren't cheap either.
0: Oh, no, they are not. Yeah. No, pay a big price tag.
1: Yes. So, by the
0: way, in your part of the world, a lot of people do that. They spend all their big Texas money going on these trips. And I know this because when I was looking at houses out there, I would see them. I know. And I would say, (laughs) and I would say to my kids, like, Hey, look! I want you to see this house. Does this ha- would you guys like to live here? And they'd be like, "Yeah, it comes with a fucking lion." <laughs> oh they wouldn't say fuck, but God. you know, <laughs> I'd be like, "No, we're not taking the lion." <laughs> um,
1: yes, we did tour a couple houses where <laughs> people had actual trophy rooms, like the whole room was filled yes! with animals. I'm like, oh, I don't know about, I don't know, I don't yeah, know. I feel
0: like that's spooky
1: and the exotic animals to me just no i mean yeah, if you're no. gonna kill a zebra just so you can stuff it and put it in your house <laughs> something doesn't feel right about that yeah but if you guys do that don't write me and say i'm an asshole for no, saying that I'm or i'm sorry. some sort of it's just not our thing political person it has nothing to do with that i just you know i don't know just yeah. You know, everybody, I love you. You can love me. We can see different.
0: Feel differently yes. about things. Yeah, agreed. Okay.
1: So anyways, Elise is, you know, she's got her spidey senses up again. And she is like, I know he's selling this big company, but something is just not right. I don't think he needs to be going out all the time. And her grandma's sick. So she's like, perfect opportunity. I'm going to go take my daughter to go see grandma. And I'm going to hire a PI to follow my husband's ass around the whole weekend and she does. So the PI goes and follows Marcus the whole weekend and it didn't take him long, man. The guy right away picks up a chick at a hotel, takes her to dinner. And this PI is snapping picture after picture and sending them over to Elise. He even takes this chick to like their favorite restaurant Could you imagine? Like, no. Where she knew the staff, Elise knew the staff of this restaurant, and he's just like, doesn't even care. It's like, I don't know. I feel like he's feeling too big for his britches.
0: Yeah, it's very in your face. Yeah,
1: right. Mm -hmm. Listeners, today's
0: episode is sponsored by Acorns. Are you busy? Well, of course you are, and if you're like me, that means you put off investing because maybe it just doesn't seem urgent or it's intimidating. Enter Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just spare change acorns recommends an expert bill portfolio that fits you and your money goals then automatically invests your money for you what i love about acorns is that it gives you the tool to give your money a chance to grow you don't have to start with a lot just start believe me it feels great head to acorns.com slash clink or download the acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier 1 Compensation Provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote ACORNS. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash clink. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and ACORNS fees before investing acorns advisors llc acorns is an sec registered investment advisor brokerage services are provided to clients of acorns by acorn securities llc member finra slash sipc for more information visit acorns.com
1: You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone, and I'm telling you, I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year, and I really love the French language, so I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down. Not very good, but I'm I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy i download it on my phone i learn it in the car it is awesome you can do it on your desktop wherever you find it convenient they are there for you and they have 25 languages you guys that you can use and right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50 percent off so you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life which is amazing and the best part is It starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences. And then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is, you know, my entire goal. So don't put up learning that language. There is no better time than right now. Seriously. Get started before your summer vacay that our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today. So she's pissed. She gets back home to her high rise apartment with all this knowledge of the lying and the cheating husband and she confronts him. And, of course, he lies, she gets pissed, and she says, he calls her a bunch of names, like a whore, and trash, because she comes from a trash family in the middle of, you know, Timbuktu, Brazil. And he calls her a whore because she was on that site, which is like, dude, Marcos, you're the you're one, the whore. you're the one frequenting that. Place.
0: Yeah, you're equally, if if you're judging that kind of activity, you are equal participants. Yeah. Judge yourself.
1: And she got yeah. off of it and you didn't. It takes, takes two to tango, okay? But I can see that. I can see that mentality and I can see him throwing shade at her, you know, for doing yeah. that. And I can also see her putting her down because she was from a very poor family and they still like her family all still lived in that little village in brazil you know Mm -hmm. so in the middle of all this fighting their pizza man calls down from the front desk and marcos takes the elevator down to get the pizza he comes back up to the continued fighting and according to Elise, he slaps her Well, when he slapped her, she says she runs to the closet where they have an arsenal of hunting weapons, takes one out and shoots his ass.
0: Oh, shit. She was real triggered.
1: She was real triggered. This actually happened on May 19th, Crutchy. That's my birthday. Uh, I know, in 2012. (laughs) It happened on your, what, 24th? 5th birthday? 2012? Were you 24 or 25? Are you kidding me?
0: What? Tabitha, I'm 44 now and it's 2022. Oh. So like 34? 34.
1: (laughs) Add 10 years. I think we're younger than we are. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. We turned 20. I turned 20 in 2000.
0: You know, I'll tell you the truth. I'm so impressed you remember my birthday. I remember yours, but I don't remember like I know, like, the month our other close friends' birthdays are, but I only ever remember yours because it's the day after Cinco yes, de Mayo. Yes,
1: that's people. <laughs> people mostly remember mine because, or they think that mine is on Cinco de Mayo. And I'm like, no, the only reason you remember mine is because it's the day after. So, yes, it's close, but yeah, it's easy to remember because of that. Yours is hard to remember. I always think it's the 18th for some reason, but then I have to, like, on the 18th, I'm like, oh, yes, it's 19th. And Alisha's is coming up, actually. Yeah, like the sixteenth,
0: August. Tw- no, no, it's the. What is oh, it? Oh, I don't know. I th- I I figure it's the twentieth because that's when I'm sleeping over at her house to.
1: Yeah, her birthday party. Whoop it but up! I think it's the sixteenth. I could be wrong. Maybe it's the seventeenth. <laughs> Anyways, see, can't figure out a birthday. Anyways, right? Marcos he unfortunately succumbed to her shots, and. Now Allisi has like a very big problem, and instead of calling the police, Alsi decides that she's just going to put Marcos in the bathtub and come back to him in the morning. Oh. And oh, in, girl. in the morning, Alsi takes her hunting skills to use. And starts dismembering Marcos. Oh, Alicia. Uh-huh. And she puts him in a few different trash bags, stuffs him in some suitcases, and takes him down the elevator and drives aimlessly for a while before she finds some places about 25 miles away from her house to just start discarding these trash bags. When she gets home, she then calls the Marcos family to tell them that she thinks that Marcos ran away with his lover. And she has proof that he has a lover because of this PI, you know. And she thinks that maybe he did it because the deal was closing and... He wanted to be with this new woman. So, I mean, it sounds like a somewhat logical story, but not really. No.
0: Why (laughs) would he not take all the money with him?
1: Right. So people for sure are worried. They have not heard from Marcos. His cell phone is not turning on. He is not contacting anybody with emails. And this is for sure not like Marcos at all. However, one of his friends got an email a few days later. I don't know what the email said, but I think it was Elise probably just throwing like a little curveball, you know.
0: Okay, listen, Elise. First of all, I am sorry that he slapped you, but you don't get to go shooting him. I just want to make that clear because I think I was maybe a little too cavalier in my uh, reaction. (laughs) Second of all, uh, you should have called yourself a lawyer. And then the police.
1: Right. And and that's what you should have done. Yes. Yeah. But if you
0: were going to go with plan B and not do that, then you have to put it out there that it's a mystery what could have happened, that he was involved in some kind of with some shady people. (sighs) Yeah. Yes. That you don't know anything about.
1: Yes. That's actually what she should have done. Yeah. And his family actually thought maybe that was the deal because he's high profile. He's going through this big sale. He's going to have a lot of money. They actually thought that he was taken for ransom. But when no ransom came, they started thinking, you know, the worst. So his brother eventually went to the police to file a missing persons report on him. Okay. It didn't take long for Marcus's body to be discovered. Um And like I said, it was pretty gruesome, as you can imagine. But beyond the gruesomeness of the dismemberment, a few things stuck out to a local reporter that got real interested in this man in a bag, okay? The thing, and this is 25 miles away, so they're not kind of, they're not connecting that there's like a missing dude in San Paulo. They're just, you know, they're like, wow, there's a guy dismembered, which, by the way, is something that they see in Brazil and other places from, like, cartel. Okay? Yeah. It's like a... Yeah. It's pretty extreme way to get rid of somebody. hmm This reporter that was interested, that found out that there was a body discovered, was really interested in this guy because he was wearing diesel jeans, which are very pricey. And when they found the torso, he was wearing a Ralph Lauren long sleeve shirt, which is also really pricey. The bags were Blue, like a very bright blue with a red drawstring, which were only sold at the more upscale grocery stores as well. So this is not just some country folk man. This is, it was pretty clear. This was like a man of wealth. Mm Mm-hmm. And the way that the man's body, which is Marcos, we know, um, the way that he was cut also seemed like somebody knew anatomy really well or how to cut bodies. It wasn't, you know, I'm not familiar how to cut properly to get clean lines, but I guess there's a way to do it. And that's how Elise did it. They actually first thought that it was her nursing that kind of taught her that, but I think it was more the hunting.
0: Oh, I think it probably is more the hunting. Yeah. And I think as far as the cartels go, I mean, from, you know, I watched Narcos. So, I'm so you're kind of totally, an expert.
1: yeah, expert.
0: I think they're more just into getting rid of the body effectively than, you know, cutting it all up. Like, that's not like their jam. Like, they just want you dead and they want to get rid of it. They do stuff like wrap the body up in, like, chicken wire and then throw it in the river. And then when your body starts to expand, it goes through the wires and all the fish eat it. Oh,
1: my God. That's so gross.
0: But it's effective. Yeah.
1: Well, listen, I didn't think the bright blue trash bags were very effective. I mean,
0: it is... Black. Did you watch Dexter? Hello.
1: Yeah, the bright blue is... It's pretty easy to spot. And you got to... Right. A red tie on it, I mean, like. But I don't think she was thinking that. She was just thinking how to get him out of there. Okay. So this reporter, he kept reporting on this guy. He he was like the news reporter, and he would every night kind of go on TV and be like, "And they found another bag, and whatever." He was real fascinated with this unknown man and the brands that he was wearing. Mm -hmm. And by the time they uncovered the bag with the head, it was like a couple days later, and this time they could tell that he was Japanese. Um, Marcos's family had no idea of this media storm this guy was heading up from this different town. For all they thought... I mean, they really kind of just thought that Marcos was with his lover. I think that's yeah. what they wanted to think. You know, that was a, sure. good, a good way that he's still around. When a week or more passed, Marcos's brother finally went back to the police department wondering if they had anything. And they said, yeah, we do have something that just came through the wire that could possibly have a connection. It's a body of an unidentified person some 25 miles away. Marcos's brother and longtime employee friend went to go identify it, and they started with the head. Marcos's brother just did not want to believe it. He was like, no, that's not my brother. But the friend was like, no, it is. I'm 99% sure that's him. I
0: can't believe they would make him just look at the head, like, and not just do like a
1: blood test. I know. I don't know if... God. Yeah, it sounds awful, doesn't it? I'm not
0: identifying anybody just by the head, ever.
1: It's really awful. Marcos's brother then asked to see his fingers and his fingernails because they were just, they were, I guess, really distinct. And the brother had like the same fingernails as Marcos. Oh, my God. And when he did, he knew that that was Marcos. (sighs) Oh. This
0: episode is sponsored by Astapro. Thanks Astapro for providing Tab and I with samples. Shout out to all my allergy suffering friends out there. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Clink, clink.
1: With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Well, let me tell you, mylifeinabook.com is a very unique service. I did it for my mom and my grandmother, and it has been amazing. Amazing. It basically turns your mom's life stories or your grandmother's or anybody that you think is special in your life into a book. So here's how it works every week, mylifeinabook.com will send a question via email to the special person, whoever you choose. You can ask custom questions too, but I just kind of let My Life in a Book choose what questions to ask. And then your special person, like your mom, can type their response or they can. Record their voice and My Life in a Book compiles it all in a beautiful keepsake for you. And guess what? They can even create audiobooks. I mean, this is such a unique gift that will last a lifetime for you, your mom, your children, your children's children. It is the best gift you can give. Check out My Life in a Book. Dot com And use our code CLINK at checkout for 10% off. This is an unforgettable gift for you and your mom. Get it today. Use our code CLINK, mylifeinabook.com. So at this point, like I said, he was dismembered, and dismemberment in Brazil usually means organized crime. So the investigators were really looking into that. And as and since Elise and Marcos also sold that high dollar wine, they actually like made, I think, a couple million dollars from just kind of buying and selling mm-hmm. wine, which who knew you could do that? Yeah. It must be really expensive wine. By yeah. the way, when I get over like the $25 limit at the grocery store, like the other day, Justin wine was like 20 Six bucks. I don't think I've ever seen over 21 on sale. Everything's raising in prices. But I was like, mm, I'll go to my Francis Coppola. <laughs> I'll go down <laughs> on that. You're so funny. Elise and Marcos had security cameras at their house, which Marcos's brother knew. So when he had the police watch the footage from their house, they saw both Elise and Marcos in the elevator going up to the house. Then they see Marcos get in the elevator, like I said, to go get the pizza that night. And he looked pretty mad in the elevator. He actually kicked the elevator while it was going down. And then the next morning, you see Alicia hauling these three big suitcases in the elevator. But there is no sign of Marcos coming or going after he got the pizza. So, I mean, it's pretty clear that it's not an organized crime and that it was Alicia's so they go and they want to talk to her. They tell her that she's the number one suspect. And like you said, she should get a lawyer. Well, she does have a law degree herself. So she asked for a lawyer immediately. And the investigators, you know, looked at her home. They took luminol to see if they could cover any uncover any bloodstains um, in the sink. Bathtub, bedroom, and nothing, Gretchen. Nothing lit up. Although she's had, I think, like 18 days to clean her. Bleach that shit. Yeah. Clean it up.
0: Although I think they can test for bleach, Yes, they can. They can. That is something you should internet search before you are going to murder someone from like a (laughs) library computer. Like what cleaner does not show up on Luminol? (laughs)
1: and and cleans up blood effectively yeah Yeah, it's probably a good thing to look up at the library i'm 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 glad you're right after this (laughs) yeah i'm on it (laughs) i'm glad you're telling people what to do great she's good at cleaning let's just say that but she's not good at turning off her cell phone when she's going to (sighs) dispose of marcus's body so once they looked up her cell phone pings They saw that in the day of question, Alicia is exactly where Marcus's body was found. Yeah. At this point, I think her lawyers knew she probably had a better chance if she pled guilty with reason of self-defense instead of trying to go and say she didn't do it at all. And so she did. She confessed to the killing. And you know what they made her do? They made her do a reenactment of the entire night. No way. Yes, they did. They were like, and then when they came to like cutting up the body, she was like, I can't do that. Like, I'll tell you how it happened, but I'm not gonna, I'm not going to do that part. So, when she did tell them exactly how she did it, they were able to find bloods better with Luminol on the wall. Okay. It took about five years for her to go to trial, which is interesting because here you would plead guilty and then you would just get sentenced. But there you still have a trial, even if you plead guilty. And so both prosecution and defense, um, real aggression with this case. So much so that the defense had his body exhumed because Ah. they did not believe the first autopsy because what the the prosecution was trying to say is that she cut him up while he was still alive and the defense doesn't buy that. I don't think he did. I don't think I don't think she did. I think she shot him in the head and I believe her that she like why would she lie about that? Like she I do think she didn't start cutting him up till the next morning, you know. Yeah. I think she probably needed some time to think about what the hell to do, you know. Yeah. And of course, like you can get one expert to say one thing, another expert to say another thing. That's kind of how this trial went. Their judicial system is is very different than ours. The reenactment was played in at the trial. But then the defense also played a reenactment of what she says happened on like a computer reenactment, which I thought was pretty freaking good. Like it shows, you know, like... Him hitting her, her getting scared, him kind of crouching down. She's just, you know, and she shoots him. Yeah. Um. They talked about how he abused a lazy, um, and how he verbally abused her all the time. Uh, it's it's kind of a hard thing because you don't know if that's true, right? I mean, it could be true. It could not be true. Well,
0: you would know if it was true if there was a bunch of people that spoke on her behalf. Like, yeah, we saw him do this or she complained to me about that.
1: I don't think they had a lot of that.
0: Well, then that's not good for her.
1: Yeah, I think the defense's computer-generated reenactment was probably her best defense in this.
0: I would have been sus on that if I was on the jury and there weren't a lot of people to say that. Yeah, But I also would consider the fact that he's obviously a douchebag. He's like on those sites. He's cheating on everybody that is a baby mama or attempted to be a baby mama. Like it, it's not surprising.
1: So that's how I think also. I'm like, you know, he did it to one. He did it to the other. I can see this type of person, you know, not having respect for her because he's yeah. from this high profile family and what he probably thinks is he pulled her from the trash and look at this lifestyle you have and I'm warranting you all this stuff and and I can talk to you however I want to talk to you because you wouldn't have I'm this a man with a lot of money yeah yeah, yeah. so it's that's
0: not that uncommon yeah
1: yeah it's not that uncommon so that's how that's how I think um but we don't know
0: yeah, we don't know, we don't and know. not that all men with a lot of money are like that, but no, so, you know, yeah, we just know what we mean.
1: Um, well, the jury sided with uh Elise, and they um said that they thought it was in self-defense, um, but she got charged with a couple other things like the dismemberment and whatever. But now the judge gets to choose how much she is sentenced. And the judge, I think, did not agree with the jury. The judge gave her, I mean, they handed her the book, I think, in my opinion. They gave her 19 years, or the judge gave her 19 years. He thought that she had a life of a princess, and I think he told her that. So... She did appeal it. It came down to 18 years and then appealed again and it got down to 16 years. But she's not set to be released until 2035. However, in Brazil, get this. When you're in prison, you can get out for like a week at a time, five to- up to five times a year. Really? Yes. So this documentary, she does this documentary. She's on it talking she tells her story because oh my gosh she was out on vacation for a week which i'm like okay let's think about that for a second you get 5 weeks of vacation basically and you get to live i think in a i would prison. go to prison tomorrow
0: <laughs> <I know. sighs> Lock me I'm up. Seriously, I'll get, I I will be able to do it all then. I mean, aside from raise the <laughs> children, but I could work out, get work done, you know, stay on my diet. I don't think I have a lot of options in Brazilian prison.
1: Although she did gain a lot of weight in Brazilian prison, oh, so they must be feeding damn. you well there.
0: Okay, that's that's what I needed to hear. But I'm with the five weeks for vacation.
1: I know. Her daughter went to live with Marcos's family. And they have never let her see or speak to Elisey, which I'm sure I wouldn't either. In the Netflix special, she says she did the special so her daughter could one day watch it and hopefully want to talk to her. She said she still has a lot of secrets and the only person she would ever tell would be her daughter if the time was right.
0: That's intriguing. Which
1: makes me wonder, like, what secrets do you have? Like, if it was really self-defense and if it was really that bad, like your life was that bad with this dude, do you have any secrets? No. I think
0: she uh, – yeah, maybe there's something she can whatever, but I don't put a lot of weight on that. I just think that if you are in your her position – And you have lost all contact with your daughter. I think you will say anything to get them to reach out to you.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, the daughter is still young. But the other thing I was thinking is, and this is kind of where the prosecution was headed, was that she never loved Marcos. She always was a gold digging kind of woman and she just was with him for the money, which that's not illegal. I don't disagree with that either. Like, I don't know if she really loved him. I don't know if she really liked hunting. I don't really. Oh, they also had a snake like this pet boa constrictor. I think. Oh, I'm out. (laughs) I know it's weird. Um, I think that. When especially being coming from the place that she came, that sometimes you just do because it's better than what was before. And maybe she didn't. I think that if you really love somebody like that, you probably would never kill them. So I don't actually think she really ever loved Marcos. I think he afforded her a lifestyle that she liked and she liked him, but I don't think she loved him. Yeah. Because also the PI situation and then coming back all like super pissed. I mean, listen, I did that one time too. Remember, I, I found this. One of my boyfriends, my fiance was cheating on me. And this girl was sending him all these naked pictures. And so I printed them all out. And I, I took them on a drive. It's like I was in control. And then I was like, um, hey, do you know who Nicole is? It's like, okay. no, don't know Nicole like, oh, well, do you know who this naked lady is named Nicole? Oh, <laughs> yeah. That one, Nicole. That, Nicole. Yeah, I do. And was she going to visit your fire department next week? hmm <laughs> 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 She wasn't really going to, I promise. She was just saying that in the email. hmm
0: hmm Yes. But listen, you were smart. You got out at before, you know, you married his ass and yes. then or you'd have been following him around. You might have turned Elisey. You never I, know, I know how <laughs> crazy that shit will make you. Get out while you can. I know.
1: Really? I know. The trigger. It's the the, the cheating is a trigger, you guys. We always say it like, what is the number one rule? Don't cheat. And
0: then she, it comes with gaslighting. Like, you're so crazy. Why would you even think that? How could you yeah. say that to me? Fuck that shit, right? Yeah, he did just that to ba- her. Just, just bounce. Oh
1: yeah, he did that to her. He made her feel like she was the crazy person for sure. Yeah. So that's a whop on that one. If you guys want more information, go to that Netflix special, "Once Upon a Crime." Elise Matsunaga.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah. We've been doing a lot of murder, so I'm gonna mix it up next week with a little fraud.
1: Oh, I love you have fraud. A light
0: think. Gonna lighten things up a little.
1: Good. Mm -hmm. Good. I've been fraudulated. (sighs) (laughs) Yeah, you have been fraudulated. (laughs) Can you believe it? Anyways, if you want more on that story, it's on patreon.com forward slash housewives of true crime. And if you can please leave us a nice Apple review or Spotify now has reviews, that would be awesome or anywhere you listen. We are going to be at the True Crime Podcast Festival coming up on August 27th in Dallas, Texas. We will be having some sort of meet and greet, I think maybe that Friday night, maybe Saturday night. I don't know for sure yet, but that info will be coming. Follow us on our Housewives of True Crime group on Facebook for more information. We'll put it there. I will also have merch at the podcast festival so that'll be fun and that's getting made now and i think that's it Gretchy poo sweet all right until thursday for you patreons and next monday grutchy just outed herself that she's doing a fraud yeah okay clink clink okay clink clink